1: Welcome to Love is in the Air, a podcast supporting commuter marriages and long distance relationships with Elaine and Abe Romero. Well, hello, everyone. This is Elaine Romero, licensed marriage and family therapist, here with my husband, Abe Romero. Hi. Well, <laughs> oh, you sound so gentle and well, soft.
0: I'm, I'm sad
1: are you sad yeah but honey you shouldn't be it's the most wonderful time of the year
0: or is it
1: or is it
0: well i'm bummed out we didn't get to be together for thanksgiving so i was really i know
1: bummed. i know so guys we're gonna talk today we're gonna we're gonna have some fun because this is our holiday episode no no
0: no we're gonna be sad the entire podcast <laughs>
1: We're gonna cry it up, boohoo it up,-, mm-hmm. I know it is th- this is the thing like when you're in a relationship with distance, it's so exciting if you're together on the holidays, but the reality is is that most of us aren't together always on the holidays. sometimes you are, sometimes you aren't
0: well yeah and and we've had to do that for how many years now?
1: <laughs> this is a it's been six and a half years.
0: Six and a half years we've had to deal with this crap. <laughs> and I'm sure many of you have had to go through the same thing. And, you know, I'm not sad. I'm angry. I'm angry Ooh. that we have to deal with this. But, you know, I guess we'll make do until we are finally together, which I'm sure most of you are saying, <laughs> you know. But, <laughs> right, yeah, it's frustrating. Do. And it's I get pissed. I'm I get upset that we don't get to be together during these special times.
1: Yeah. It's funny. Like, so this year Abe and I will be together on Christmas. So this is our Christmas with the boys. And so they're all coming out and we're going to be all together under the same roof. So that's super exciting. When we have those years, it's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we always try to, you know, as you guys know, you rearrange around holidays where you'll celebrate, you know, an an extra Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving or an extra Christmas. And, but it's nice to actually do the christmas on the actual day you know right, and that's what we're looking the, forward to.
1: Yeah, cuz on the years you're not here we we you still come out once you cuz for us remember guys our our distance is related to custody is, uh, custody issues. So on the years that the boys go to their mom's house then you guys come out um like a few days later and we kind of do christmas all over again which everybody's been a very good sport about. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's <laughs>
1: But it's a little bit like. Yeah,
0: we just did this three days ago.
1: Right, right. Um. And then it was funny, Abe, I, I got to tell you. So this year we are going to be together for Christmas, which is great. But we weren't together for Thanksgiving. And what's really funny about it is that I kept saying to people like, oh, it's just me and my kids and my parents this year. And I'm kind of looking forward to it. Like I, I was really looking forward to investing with my kids and just really having some, you know, when you're in a blended family, that's a part of it is just making sure you really have good time with your children. And I did have that and that was nice. But it, I mean, I it's like I'm, it's like my brain forgets because I was like, oh, I feel good about this. This is going to be good. But on the actual day mm-hmm. of Thanksgiving, you and I did have some fun. We both made turkeys. And we you guys might have seen on our Instagram page, we did the who, who Plated It Best, the turkey edition. We both made a turkey and then shared our pictures. But, I mean, gosh, on that actual day, I was... I was a mix. Like I was enjoying my kids, but also really missing you. And, and yeah, even feeling some anger.
0: Yeah. Cause you're, you're frustrated that you have to go through this rigmarole forever long you're doing it. But, mm-hmm. um, but again, we made the best of it and, um, yeah. And I could see that you're the actual day of, you're like, wow, this sucks. And then you were even saying, <laughs> you know, when you were at that one thing with all the couples and seeing the couples, you know, during your special time for the holiday deal that that you were like, uh
1: Yeah, we went to you mean the dinner we went to the next night? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, had? and then the holiday yeah. lights. Yeah. So my kids and I went the night after Thanksgiving, we went out to dinner and we went to this kind of light show thing in San Diego in Encinitas. And it was really it was the botanical gardens all done up for Christmas. Beautiful. Great way to kick off the holidays. But at the dinner, we went to Brigantine, which, mm-hmm. okay, which I don't know why, like, why did I even do this? Because the Brigantine is actually where you and I had our first
0: date. I <laughs> know.
1: And it was funny because my parents had said, like, oh, maybe we should go to the Brigantine. And I was like, oh, that'd be perfect. Oh, that's nice because that's, you know, a special place to me. But then, then I'm there <laughs> and I see all these, like, families kind of having their post- Thanksgiving celebration, all kinds of couples. And then we go to the light thing and it's all these families and couples walking around. And I was just like,
0: Ugh.
1: <laughs> <Right>. just hard.
0: <laughs> and sometimes you don't understand kind of what that's going to do to you until you get there. Right.
1: I know, and I didn't want to say anything to my kids because I didn't want them to think I wasn't happy to be with them because I was very happy to be with them, and it was nice to focus just on them. Right. But it it was also hard to not be with you, and I think that those, and the boys too, and I think that you know it's that component of you got to let those coexist. You got to be able to honor both.
0: Right, exactly.
1: So, Abe, I wanted to tell you about, I was listening to... So I have to do a lot of continuing ed for my job as a therapist. And I was listening to a podcast, actually. There's this cool, is that a dog in the background?
0: When you listen to this podcast, everyone, you get a a variety of noises and sounds. And that's what makes us authentic and real. We're not polished professionals. We're not these, uh, you know, glossed up versions uh, that are not reality. (laughs) We have dogs in the background. Is what we, we don't have.
1: have like a podcast room. I you know, I'm in my clo- <laughs> i am in my closet, so I'm surrounded by my mess, my messy closet, and all my clothes. But okay, so so Abe, I'm listening to this podcast that it, it's kind of a cool podcast. It's for therapists and it's to get continuing education. So I'll listen to it sometimes so when I'm getting ready in the morning or going driving to work or whatever. And I was listening to one on grief,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I love that I movie. Learnt-
0: Grease with the <laughs> musical, it's awesome. That's I, I'm surprised no. you brought that up during this because I that is a good movie.
1: No, not Grease. Uh, it was grief. Oh G R like when you're grieving a loss.
0: Oh, like Charlie Brown Good Grief. <laughs>
1: No, but that was good. I mean, but grief. no. No, well, I guess you could say that when you're grieving, good grief, right? You could Charlie Brown it. Yeah. He's always he was always a little depressed, wasn't he? No word
0: for the guy. Where's he at now, I wonder?
1: <laughs> Where's he at now? Okay, so so grief is again, it's when you've had a people think a lot of times grief is that that um process you go through when someone dies or passes away and you do you you grieve when someone dies or passes away. Um but grief is not reserved just for death. It's also when you grieve losses in your life. Mm-hmm. And so it could be a change or a loss of a job or a divorce or it could be um losing something. It could be distance. Yeah. Grieving the distance. And what was super interesting on this podcast is that they started talking about a type of grief that I had never really heard about. And I've been looking into it since then. And it's called disenfranchised grief. Did hmm. you ever heard of that? No. So disen- disenfranchised grief is coined, what was coined by Dr. Ken Doka. He is an author. He's psychologist, author, professor. And he says that there are times when your grief doesn't fit the larger society's attitude, meaning it's not really recognized Mm -hmm. or seen as something to be a loss by the larger society. Um, Or it's like unnoticed even by your close friends and family. So an example might be say someone who wants to have a baby and mm-hmm. they just can't get pregnant so it's like it's like people might say but you have other children or it'll come sometime but you're you're married so you should be happy about being married right and so it's it's kind of this thing where it's not fully recognized by others or it's so private that like people don't even know that me, you're going let me through me that
0: take a, a stab at an example because i think i know what you're going for
1: <laughs> Oh no, it's
0: like when you ask, like you get a hamburger and French fries and you ask for a side of ranch and they don't bring the side of ranch.
1: <laughs>
0: and then you're like, what the hell?
1: Disenfranchised. And not everyone but...
0: understands it. And the challenges <laughs> that people go through when their ranch is not delivered.
1: Well, you know what, though? That is a bummer. Have you ever had that happen? Where All the time. Do... <laughs> yes. <laughs> or have you ever like, I I just remember seeing like funny videos or where Like people get a pizza delivered and they're like, yay, our pizza's here. And then the whole thing falls (laughs) on the ground.
0: Or I'm sure we've all had this in some way or shape or form is when you have your ice cream cone
1: Mm. and you
0: lick it too hard and it falls off and on the ground.
1: Oh, that's always sad. Especially when it's a little kid.
0: That's probably the most uh, poignant.
1: Disenfranchised grief grief you can think
0: of. I mean, can you imagine anything more difficult than that?
1: But see, I actually think that's not disenfranchised because people do go, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking about it while I'm listening to this podcast and I was like, oh my gosh, that is so, that is exactly what it feels like to be grieving the distance of your love in the holidays. Yeah. Because it's like, there's a couple components of this. I feel like when I'm not with you, I feel in some ways, like people forget Mm -hmm. that, that I might be really grieving, you know, like, like I'm with my family or I'm with my friends. And I mean, I can't even tell you how many parties I get invited to. In fact, I'm literally having my company party. Um, for my work with all my staff and everyone's bringing their spouses we're going to a winery i'm paying for it and like i will be the only one there without my husband there and it's just it's one of those things where i think people who know you forget that that's hard Mm -hmm. and so the holidays can really bring that up like and, and sometimes people will some people like don't even they're just so used to me not being with you that I think they don't even think to ask right and then other times I think people think well you shouldn't be sad I mean you're married and you have the love of your life it's not like you don't have love but I don't think people understand just how hard that is to have found love and you can't be together yet
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and and you can't be together on the holidays
0: Right. And that is, you know, aside from the ranch thing, that is super difficult. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> aside from the ranch for your french fries? Yeah. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you saying <laughs> that your disenfranchised grief for not being with me on the holidays is equivalent?
0: <clears throat> I wouldn't say equivalent. Ranch but...
1: dressing.
0: I'd say it's not equal. Of course, it's close.
1: Oh, uh, but... <laughs> close! Wow.
0: You know I'm just teasing you.
1: But, meanwhile, um, but... meanwhile, I'm all over here crying and like,
0: <laughs> like you're missing me. I didn't get my ranch.
1: So apparently, I'm just a side of I'm just like a side of ranch to you.
0: No, you're the whole bottle, baby.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: But no, I, I, you know, that's the, that's the part that's, that that's, is sad because you don't get those moments to kiss each other goodnight before on Christmas Eve. You don't get to wake no. up in each other's arms, you know, fortunately this year we'll be able to do that, but it is tough. Like you're like, I'm waking up basically a single dad, you know, uh, or a single parent per se with my two boys,
1: Uh, If you're not a parent, you're with your family. Right. But you're waking up and
0: you're like, I have someone I'm desperately in love with and I can't see him.
1: Yeah. So even if, even if you aren't our age and have kids, you might be like a college age kid or you might be like, um, you know, in your, your thirties or -hmm. something like that. And you're not with your spouse and because who are you going to be around on holidays? Right.
0: Uncle Bob. Other
1: other couples. Right. Right.
0: And your or weird you're, uncle. Or
1: you're stuck at the singles table or something.
0: With the kids.
1: Ugh. Yeah. And, and it's funny. Like, no offense. I kind of hope my family's not listening to this. But, like, I don't think really anybody asks me. Like, oh, are you missing Abe? I think they're just used to it.
0: Right. We talked about that the other day, too. It's like people don't understand the long distance relationship and the challenges. So it's just like, oh, well, they're fine oh well they're right. they're they're, they're married, used they're to happy. it they're used to yeah. it so i don't they even wanna... chose
1: this I yeah mean... yeah exactly and yet yet we really didn't <laughs> we didn't choose this like we no we be chose together. the
0: person we didn't choose the circumstance right we didn't go yeah you know it sounds great and long-distance relationship that would be awesome
1: Right. Oh my gosh. So, what do we do then? So we've recognized. So I, I actually felt really good listening to that podcast and going, "There's a name for this. Mm -hmm. It's not just grief. It's disenfranchised grief. Like people don't acknowledge it." Um. Or better yet, known
0: as ranch syndrome.
1: (laughs) Ranch disenfranchised. (laughs) Ranch syndrome. (laughs)
0: <laughs> <Ranched>. different ranchized
1: <laughs> different ranchized grief okay that's good that's good i like what you're doing there
0: like good good
1: all right so i kind of came up with i wanted to give you guys something practical so what are you going to do then let's say you're not together this christmas and if you're not i'm sorry and i want you to know that there are millions of us out there who get it So you're not, you know, people do get it. Um, Maybe the people around you that day won't get it. But just know that there's millions of us out there who get it. Exactly. So I came up with, um, I was kind of looking into my little toolbox, my (laughs) therapist toolbox.
0: Your bag of tricks?
1: My bag of tricks. And I thought, okay, what could we leave the listeners with on this podcast? So there is a modality of therapy called dialectical behavioral therapy. And um, there is a tool in DBT or dialectical behavioral therapy called coping ahead. So coping ahead is pretty cool because it helps us reduce the stress or pain of a situation ahead of time. So what you do is you do take a little time. So what I'm going to recommend is that you're probably going to want to take a little time to pre-think Christmas Eve and Christmas Day Mm -hmm. or even some events you're going to. You know, maybe it's a holiday party or something like that. Um, because like, I know I didn't really do this for Thanksgiving. I was sitting there thinking like, Oh yeah, it'd be fun. I'll be with my kids. I'll be here. I'll be there. And I didn't even think about like, I thought I was thinking that I was just going to be happy and not missing you. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks and mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared. Right. So, so think ahead of, of what events you're going to go to and how maybe this would be hard or challenging. And the first thing I want you to do is to actually even plan out a time to grieve before you go. Mm. So may- maybe it's the night before or maybe it's that morning. And maybe you do. Just give yourself a good old-fashioned cry or call your love mm-hmm. and talk about, like, I wish you were coming with me and take some time to just grieve it together. Right. The next thing that you can do for the Cope Ahead tool is to even... Give yourself permission to have an exit strategy, okay, like a little mini escape. So say you're in the middle of your holidays and everybody's like, oh, we're couples and we're here together and it hits you. It hits you hard and you're bummed you're not with your person or somebody comes up and says, where's your husband? In air quotes, right? People (laughs) people do that to me all the time. Where's (laughs) your husband? like, I really do have a husband. (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) And give yourself an exit strategy. So it might be something like excuse yourself to the bathroom for a good five minutes or so to just like splash some water on your face or like take a deep breath or maybe even call your sweetie.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, like give yourself or maybe you go out on the back porch or something like that. Mm -hmm. And just give yourself a hot minute to actually you know kind of attend to the grief yeah okay so that's that's um the second part of it then the other thing that you could do to cope ahead is actually to and you know what abe usually you and i do this and we failed to do this this year well we did part of it to plan time where you spend a distant like like a distance time for your holiday. So for example, Mm -hmm. maybe it's Christmas morning before you go, before you get up and be with your kids, before you get up and be with your parents, you plan a time if you can to call your person, maybe FaceTime, maybe open a present together, Mm -hmm. like do something where you honor and spend time on the holiday together in distance. Right. Um, or it could be after, mm-hmm. right? Like maybe after the whole... We did that for Thanksgiving. You mm-hmm. and I watched... We The kids were kind of tired and everybody was like retreating to their rooms. And you and I watched a movie together. Mm-hmm. Like what we watch. I don't remember. I don't either. It was like a Christmas. Something
0: Thanksgiving-y.
1: <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I remember you wanted to watch like a horror film. And I was like, not nah, on Thanksgiving. <laughs> i was like not on thanksgiving i'm still ramped That's up weird. from halloween i still feel like what was it sorry it's bugging me because i remember <laughs> it was it was really bad too i remember and i picked it
0: <laughs> oh yeah
1: okay and then the other thing that i was also thinking that you could do so plan something before or in the middle or after the event hmm and then the last thing that I was thinking you could do is to, and this was something that I saw in an article, that you could actually go on what's called, this is kind of weird, but like you go on a grief walk.
0: Hmm. You have to carry a sack of potatoes or?
1: <laughs> so what do you mean by what? What do you mean?
0: Well, I mean, to make it really you know, like a grief, like you're carrying all this weight, you got to carry oh. it. You know what I mean?
1: Push, I a, like... push a
0: stone up a hill. You know what I mean?
1: I didn't know what you meant. Curious sack of potatoes. Yeah, no, it would just be like, I'm going to go for a walk. And I think, you know, what would be really cool is to even, like, call your person and just see if you guys can talk and even just, uh, like, honor your sadness.
0: Yeah, wear a shroud.
1: (laughs) They're all black or something. Black shroud
0: and a bell and banging as you're going up and down the street. (laughs) I'm
1: sad. Well, you don't need to do that, oh. but, but you might put on some headphones and go on a walk and talk to your sweetie. It'd be and,
0: entertaining and,
1: for the just neighbors. Let each, just let each other know. You're taking my good tool and making a mockery of it.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Is that all <laughs> no, your tools?
1: That is. so. Well, it's, it's one tool. It's called Cope okay. Ahead. So th- those are just ideas of how to cope ahead.
0: Okay. I just came up with another tool.
1: Uh Oh, okay.
0: Okay. This tool is called the side of ranch theory. Oh no. And it is specifically for your spouse because some people might have a harder time than others. Maybe one spouse is super busy. The other one's not as busy. Right. And so just like you'd ask your waitress for, hey, as you're making your order, can I get a side of ranch with that? Right. So equate that to like the day before the holiday. And say, I'm going to need some special attention, some time with you during the holiday. Right? So you're reminding them, I need my side of ranch. Okay? Aww. Then the day of, right, You st- the ranch isn't there. Okay? So just like you, you get your hamburger, you get your fries, the ranch isn't there, you don't yell at the waitress. You tell your spouse again, hey... I need some time with you today. I don't care if it's text or whatever, a phone call, whatever it is, reminding them I need my side of ranch, right?
1: Aw, that's sweet.
0: Then later that night, if it still hasn't happened, that's when you flip the table over and scream, (laughs) you need your side of ranch. (laughs) Uh, But then you can get my side of ranch. (laughs) Right. That's when you get mad.
1: You've ruined my dinner. Where's my side of ranch? You know what's really funny is that people who listen to this episode might actually say that, and and their family and friends are gonna have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Mm. But well, I think we it's will. For your
0: partner, who, like for me, has you know younger children, and I'm running around and busy and doing a bunch of stuff, and I might forget to bring the cider ranch.
1: Oh, you know. I so like it's it. just
0: like, hey, I need this, and then hey, I need this again. And then you get upset about your cider ranch. And then being you can get litter. really mad. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, there is some truth. I mean, please don't flip over a table. That is not actually, that is not a good way to regulate your anger. But we do encourage that you at least honor and acknowledge your difficult feelings.
0: <laughs> what if that was in like, what's that book, the psycho- like, psychological book, the DSM, what's it called?
1: Yeah, the yeah, it's the diagnostic what is it? The diagnostic statistical manual of mental health issues or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So what of... if
0: my tr- my treatment one day the cider ranch theory is in cider- that book?
1: The <laughs> cider ranch is in the DSM. How pissed off would you be? Yeah, we'll make sure we run that past the psychiatrists. <laughs> yeah, right. American Psychological Association. <laughs> I'd be
0: laughed there in 2 seconds.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Um guys, we hope you have a beautiful holiday. If you're together, breathe it in, enjoy it, have so much fun. If you're not together, just remember, you know, it may feel like disenfranchised grief. It may feel like people don't recognize it, but it is recognized. It's recognized by all of us in this vast community. We're, we're there behind you, even if we're not there. And and maybe maybe take a little time to prepare yourself to plan this cope ahead. You can even Google cope ahead strategies or tools. There's a bunch of articles on it, and they give you some good ideas. Hmm. And just maybe pick out which ones for you would work. I know for me, it would probably be like, grieve it before I go. Talk about it with, my, with you, Abe. Mm-hmm. I'd probably be giving myself a exit strategy to go take a little break. And then planning something at the end of the day. That would help me. Mm-hmm. But like, but, and then Abe wants to flip the tables over. So that would help.
0: <laughs> That's only if the side of ranch is delivered after the two times asking for it.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, I'm not sure how this episode became so much about ranch, but all I know is <laughs> I'm really craving some French fries and ranch now. <laughs> I
0: know. And ketchup. <laughs> I used to call it, you mixed ranch and ketchup and got ranch up.
1: <laughs> wow i'm
0: serious <laughs> it's a thing
1: i bring the therapeutic tools abe brings the condiments I do. that's just about how this runs i
0: do i do okay
1: guys merry christmas and uh we'll be thinking about you all day on christmas
0: yes